Legends of Christmas. And here are two people on my naughty list. Neil and Chris. <laughs> Merry Christmas and welcome to this special mini-series of Urbane Legends, the 12 Legends of Christmas. That is uh, so. I'm Chris Flynn, and with me, as always, is Mr. Neil Herbert. And we are actually at the moment uh, snowed in to um, to the bunker which Neil has in his back garden. Um, we both were a little bit worried about Putin's antics, so yeah. we decided to go into the bunker. But we've actually ended up snowed in with not much food and uh, no connection to our families. So that's well, nice, isn't it, Neil? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll 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 warm up soon, and we'll uh, we'll also get out. We'll get yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope so. We're running out of of everything, really, aren't we? Oh, yeah, and that that toilet's getting a bit getting a bit moody. Um, so, what would you what would you ordinarily be doing on Christmas Day, Neil? Sort of like, what would you be eating? Where would you be? I'm mainly going out and sort of scaring people in the neighbourhood. I, I, I oh, really? of the tales that we're going to be sort of going through t- today. So, uh, yeah, it's... Um, oh, nice. That, that or, you know, um, giving a shiny sixpence to one of the local to go and get me the biggest goose in the world. <laughs> Lovely. Know, that's, 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 that's a Dickens tale I saw once, I think. Yeah. But How about you, you? What would you get up to over Christmas? Well, I, as you know, Neil, I don't like to talk about it, but I do quite a lot of charitable work. Okay, um, you don't like to talk about it. I don't like more than more than once every hour, do you? Once an hour. Um, so probably around this time, I would be dropping off a few crates of lager to the school for thirsty kids. Yeah, I do um, get ever so thirsty, don't I? They get very thirsty, them kids. So um, yeah, I like to drop them off. Um, you know, uh, a, a few crates of lager just to get, to get them through the period between Christmas and New Year, yeah, which is. Pretty much what we're doing here for our listeners, because although today is Christmas Day, um, well, it's thirsty for urban legends, I would imagine. I'd imagine on Christmas Day, there's nothing more, <laughs> nothing more Christmassy than some urban legends. But also, um, obviously, people get bored between Christmas and New Year, so we're doing we're doing the traditional twelve days of Christmas, and we're going to do a different legend each one of them days. Yeah, hopefully you'll be as drunk as we would normally be over Christmas. So you know. Yeah, unfortunately we're having to make prison-style toilet wine yeah, at the we're, moment we're, in the we're, bunker. We're brewing some pruno as quickly as we can, so we're going to try and get a lot yeah. of it. We'll see how it works. So Neil, we need to talk about Krampus. Oh, so he's—I would say he's probably the most famous sort of anti-Santa character. Would you say so? Yeah, again, it's the you know the old litmus test of how I heard of this urban legend, and I have. Um, I've even watched there was a movie. Um, yeah, I think it might have had. It wasn't Paul Rudd. It was it was the fella in Parks and Rec. He was the partner. I think it's like oh, I can't remember his name. He married Leslie Nope. Oh, um, Adam something. Oh right, yeah, yeah. But, you know who I mean, right? I don't know who he is in real life. It. But yeah, um, yeah, he's you know, he's quite funny. But uh, yeah, I think he was starring in it. I can't remember. I think Tony Collette might have been in it. And yeah, I don't know. Anyway, oh, there's, there's a Krampus. big cast. It, no, actually, it was quite a major movie. Um, it's it's not bad actually. Um, what happens? Is it like a comedy horror? Yeah, kind of. Um, 
it's kind of it's, it's usual with these things. It's sort of like it's kind of quite good, and then I think because I think the conceit is is that the mother-in-law is like um, she's from the old country. All right, she's which like one? German, yeah, exactly. Like Tony Collette's mum or whatever. <laughs> Um, and then she, you know, she teaches them all about Krampus and stuff. And then because the kids, and then they have the in-laws rounds, and everyone isn't grateful. All Krampus arrives. To Ugh. Mom, I wanted a Bower Ranger. And then I think they're just all about to be killed when I don't know, like the littlest kid believes in the spirit of Christmas or some shit, so they all fuck off. I don't know. Oh, it's not about the ending, though, is it? It's the, it's the time well, it's a journey. Life's about the journey. Oh, I can't really recall that much, but it was it was entertaining enough. I seem to remember. Good, good cast, as you say. Okay, cool. So checking out seven out of ten. Huh, it's a good Christmas movie, <laughs> like Die Hard. Yeah, yeah, cool yeah. guy. <laughs> I see how huh. people will say it's a Christmas movie. Um, Elf. No, you know, like, in a wanky way, it's like, oh, yeah, Die Hard's a Christmas movie, because, yeah, right, technically. Yeah, I've, I've got no interest in getting involved in that debate. Um, <clears throat> well, here's, here's a really uninteresting fact for you then, Chris. Oh, that's it, good. I'm um, really, I'm really enjoying our time in the bunker. It's a, it's a wonderful life, yeah? Yeah. Hans Kafka. Absolutely no evidence it takes part over Christmas. It's just in the winter. Oh, okay. Because they used to play it as a Christmas movie all the time on CBS that's become a... Uh, Considered a Christmas movie. Like trains, planes, and automobiles. Mm. Although that's also. a Thanksgiving movie, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That definitely is a Christmas movie. Um, so I'm going to be reading from an article uh, from the website Mental Floss. Oh, I've, I've heard that's a quality source of info. Oh, it's top notch. Um, and the article is Nine Facts About Krampus. St. Nick's Demonic Companion. Oh, you've picked a listicle, Chris. That's an I interesting have. technique. Yeah, I thought I'd do a listicle because... <laughs> the listeners may be familiar with Krampus. Yeah, you exactly. Know. What are you going to tell me about Krampus? I don't already know. They'll be thinking. I learned all this in church. Yeah. Um, and it's by Jess Zimmerman from... Uh, it was updated in 2020. So, where's, where's so the likelihood of them going to the first Google search for Krampus? <laughs> well, no, there was loads. I was having a look, and there's like Wikipedia and all of that kind of stuff. But um, I don't know; it's a bit dry. Wiki's too dry for these things. Oh, yeah. Would you like to know about the proto European roots of it? <laughs> I mean, they mostly come from Germany, don't they? <laughs> They've got a, yeah, quite the, like a bit of yeah, the, the, corporal punishment. Germany and Austria from beatings to well, cannibalism. Where they've, got, where they've got mountains and they're nowhere near the sea, that yeah. tends to be where moody shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> right. what, what happens in Stuttgart stays in Stuttgart. Anyway. Happens in Wunchen, stays in Wunchen. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll go through. We'll go through each one of the the twelve. Is it twelve? There are twelve nine. days of Christmas. Oh, no, this nine. is the nine. This is our first of the twelve days of Christmas, which contains yes. nine things about Krampus. That yes, we didn't know, or might not know, or oh, we probably knew them, but yeah, it's just it's, it's just a simple way of uh, just putting Did information. You know he's the, it's a simple the way the of putting version of Santa Claus. It's a simple way of putting information across, Neil, in these short attention span times which we live. Everyone's got ADHD these days. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I said I do uh, that and uh, wheat intolerance. Um, so, so you've got fact intolerance, Chris. <laughs> 
No, I absolutely don't, which is why this podcast is perfect. <laughs> so, Sir Nick brings the gifts, and Krampus brings the pain. Oh. Here are some things you might not have known about Santa's demonic companion. So he'd make a good wrestling figure, wouldn't he, Krampus? Would he? I don't know. Why not? I mean, that's stupid conceit. I didn't. I didn't grow. See, when I was a kid, like the wrestling and stuff, it wasn't. Mm. Um, we couldn't watch it because it was on Sky. Yeah, you had to. You know, that that was for posh kids. So, yeah. uh, like the Simpsons, you couldn't yeah. watch that. Yeah, couldn't watch that until it was in BBC, like years later. You know, the odd repeat, or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think I don't know. It could be. I mean, My limited thing, knowledge they, of wrestling. They sometimes. I remember when France refused to join the coalition of the willing for the Iraq invasion, and then <laughs> the, the rest of the French, they just in, they just instantly had two like com, like two French wrestlers who had never been in it before, who suddenly just turned up and then just got beaten up constantly. Yeah, and they were, <laughs> they were really cowardly, but then like could win some fights, but only when it was like in the most cowardly fashion possible. Yeah, trying to strangle someone with, with a like... weirdly atten- inattentive referee. <laughs> <Yeah. He's got laughs> trying to strangle someone with a necklace made of onions. This is someone, you know. Oh, they look. That's, that was the other thing I know about those, you know, wrestling matches. Yeah, the referees are very much like cats. They get distracted by these shiny things at the oh, yeah. appropriate times. So, anyway, sorry. I'm almost surprised. as if it isn't real. Um, so, number one, Neil, you wouldn't have known this. Krampus is a Christmas demon. Who is Krampus? In Austria and across the German speaking Alpine region, the demonic character is a crucial part of the holiday season. He's a devilish figure with long horns and a goatee beard much like the typical portrayals of Satan. You might see him pose harmlessly on a greetings card or reproduced in a chocolate or figurines. But you might also encounter a procession of Krampuses stalking through the town laden with bells and chains, intimidating onlookers, or whipping them with bundles of sticks. Well, That's nice, isn't it? Bringing the pain. He's bringing the pain. He's not whipping them with the chains, which is one thing, I suppose. Mm, yeah, so I mean, sticks sticks ain't nothing to be sniffed at either. But I'd be, I think, I'd rather be whipped with a stick than a chain. Well, you pay to get whipped with sticks, don't you? Well, yeah, all the time. That's where most of your that money goes. That is a traditional goes. massage, Chris. <laughs> it's a traditional Swedish massage. Yeah. <laughs> it's a traditional Swedish leather Turkish, mask. Turkish pain machines. <laughs> so number two, December the fifth belongs to Krampus. If you survive, mm. you might get presents. So, December the 5th is Krampusnacht, when Krampus reigns. In the real world, people might attend Krampus balls, or young men from local Krampusgruppen might don carved wooden masks, cowbells, chains, and elaborate costumes to run through the town in a Krampuslauf, which is Krampus run. Oh, is this, is this might or does this still happen, do you think? I think it still happens. I'm sure that, yeah, I, I mean, I suppose I'm, the other thing that's in my head is kind of like, is it out in the more rural parts of Germany? I can't mm. see, like... I think it's just all around the Alpine region. Berlin running around with Krampus masks. Well, that's miles away from the Alps. Yeah. That's what I because you, you kind of think, like, you know, Lewis on Bonfire Night, do you know what I mean? Mm. That hardcore kind of, like, traditional... Yeah, I think that's probably uh, what it is. Like, they yeah. have groups... Like where they spend the year planning their Krampus gangs. 
So they uh, they frighten and sometimes. We've hardly tried this yet, Tom. Ah, we would beat the blood. we would beat the bystanders in our campus run. According to legends, Neil. <laughs> this week's round of apologies goes to <laughs> According to legend, Krampus will spend the night visiting each house. He might leave bundles of sticks for bad children, or he might just hit them with the sticks instead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, get active. He might toss them into, uh, he might toss them, I assume he means the children, into a sack or basket on his back and then throw them in a stream. <laughs> Or he might straight up take them to hell. Oh, Jesus, escalate quickly. <laughs> I'm going to leave some sticks, or the other thing is I might take you to hell. I mean, do you think it's proportionate to the crime? Because what's that kid been up to? Naughty kids. It's very fucking naughty. He's dragged straight <laughs> to hell. <laughs> well, how much mischief can you get up to at like eight years old or whatever? I know. Stolen that. <laughs> Stolen that. You know and he's gone, hell, how was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was well, just scrambling apples, wasn't it, Timmy? <laughs> Trespass. You were cycling. You're going to find some things in the basement. You, you you're, were not, cy- you're not going to like it. <laughs> you're cycling on the pavement. So very authoritarian, authoritarian Krampus. So um, can't do the time. Don't do the crime, Timmy. <laughs> Back up. <laughs> I knew what I was getting into. High risk, high reward. Um, so the next day, though, is uh, Nicholas Stag. St. Nicholas's Day, the same St. Nicholas whose Dutch name, Sinterklaas, evolved, uh, evolved into Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's time for presents for all the little girls and boys. That's the, the one who haven't already been dragged beaten. into hell. Yeah, that's, that's the ones who haven't already been beaten, damned or drowned. I mean, this sounds suspiciously like they're having a clear out of the village kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terribly naughty. Terribly naughty. Your, uh, your spelling's dreadful. Yeah. You're left-handed, straight straight to the stream. You're, ne- you're never going to pass the uh, you know, the civil service exam, are you? Give up with <laughs> you into the stream with you. So, number three, we've tried stick method. I ain't tried, helping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, still, you still can't do the algebra Eat more than ever. <laughs> never going to pay you away. So, three, Krampus may be a monster, but he pals around with Santa. Yeah, because I mean, this is the thing with all of this. Like, he's a, he's for a supposed we've all, we've all guy, got friends like, like that, course, though, haven't we? Fucking, you know, look. You want to know what someone's like? Look at some of their friends. Do you know what I mean? We've <laughs> got some fucking moody companions, as we're going to find out over the next twelve days. So, originally, Krampus was purely a pagan creation, said to be the son of Hill from Norse mythology, but he got grafted onto Christian traditions as a sidekick of Saint Nicholas. Similar to figures like Swati Piet in the Netherlands, Necht Rupert in Germany. Since the 17th century, the two All have been will probably be coming. Yes, but since the 17th century, the two have been linked in a sort of Christmas yin yang with Krampus as Saint Nick's dark companion. Costume thing, bad cop. Apparently, that's what Santa needs. Yeah, that's exactly it. He needs. Um, yeah. He needs. He needs a loose cannon. Yeah, Santa's very much the Danny Glover to uh, Krampus' Mel Gibson in oh so many ways. I mean, Krampus would definitely drag him straight down to hell. He's been a very naughty boy. So costume figures of the two traditionally visit houses and businesses together on Krampusnacht. So four, Krampus revelers will hit, push and whip 
spectators at the parades. The Krampus legend uh, whips people with his birch bundle, but he isn't a literal demon. I can't okay. emphasize that enough. Surely the, surely the costume human Krampus parties wouldn't engage in such violence, right? Wrong. Here's a description of the Salzburg Krampus laughed, lauf, sorry, from a tourist who expected more costume buffoonery and came home with welts. <laughs> yeah, but turns out this is an SM party. Krampus plays for real. So, uh, the narrow streets in the old city section of Salzburg were packed with pedestrians as the Krampuses stomped through. Many people were cast unawares and reacted with terror. Some would flee and try to seek refuge in a shop or restaurant, only to be pursued by a determined Krampus. <laughs> with so many easy targets, we again managed to escape largely unharmed. At times, we were chased, jostled and struck. But compared with the brutality we witnessed, it was obvious <laughs> we had been spared the full brunt of what a Krampus could muster. Has Krampus got a semi? I'm not sure that's accurate. <laughs> it sounds like Krampus was enjoying it. Oh, you know, our, our, our Krampus was doing a little bit too much. Yeah, well, this is the thing, they've all, been, they've all been banned from Salzburg FC football grounds. This um, is what yeah, you're in or whatever. Yeah, because some people get, get, get far too much into the spirit of this sort of thing. Yeah. You know. That's one thing which we could never be accused of. No, absolutely. Getting into the spirit of anything. <laughs> this writer went to Krampuslaus in three cities and described savage beatings to people's thighs and shins, as well as Krampus chasing down and setting on a teenager. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but despite the fear and bruises, it's all in good fun. And That's hey, at fun. least they aim for the legs. The one part of the body that's never used. Yeah. It's like the pancreas. Very, very few people end up with lifetime wheelchair-type injuries. Wheelchair-type injuries, I don't Wheelchair-type injuries, yeah, nice. Yeah. End up in wheelchairs, but anyway. So, number five, Krampus appearance varies, but he often has one human foot and one cloven hoof. <laughs> Nightmare getting shoes. Oh, no. The Krampus costumes at Krampuslaufs are aesthetically varied. They may be reminiscent of devils, bats, goats, abominable snowmen, or something of out of a uh, Guerrero del Toro movie. There are usually some kind of horns and hides involved, but there's also a lot of free rain, Neil. Hey, mm. let your imagination go wild. It's Christmas, guy. I'd be that fellow out of Pan's Labyrinth if we're doing Guillermo del Toro. What, with the eyes, yeah, his his eyes hands. and his hands? Yeah, yeah it's creepy, stupid, isn't it? Isn't it? Not really. It's all right. Well, not yeah, got no imagination. Well, I don't have to have imagination if you're looking at something. Mm. <laughs> what imagination is. Um, Krampus has also been a fixture on Austrian holiday greetings cards since the 1800s, where he's shown pursuing women or menacing children. <laughs> Sounds like a BBC presenter from the 70s. Yes, exactly. <laughs> little did we know. Well, that's the thing is, yeah, our Krampuses were hiding in plain sight. I was just some joke going, yeah, fine, but this Jimmy Savile character, who I remind you, you gave a knighthood. Uh, on the cards, Krampus traditionally has a long tongue that sometimes lolls halfway down his chest and sports one human foot and one cloven one. 
No one is surely. No one is entirely sure why. Imagine he's probably big into kiss. <laughs> you reckon that's, that's what it is? Thing. Yeah, he's like. He's... Do you reckon it's Gene Simmons? Yeah, Gene Simmons probably. <laughs> Just Gene Simmons visits yeah. Germany. Well, because the thing is, the rest of the year round, what you're doing, if you doing? He's got one cloven hoof as well, hasn't he? He has got. You, you've not. Oh, no. Yeah, he's definitely got a hoof going he's on. Down there. He uses it to stamp on his guitar pedals. Yes. <laughs> he had to have them specially custom built. Um, you know, spend the rest of the time going around as a rock band. Perfect. Yeah. Not a bad life, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Beat some people with sticks and then. Yeah. And then be Krampus. Incredibly, the most commercial thing this side of Christmas. So, some number six. Some Austrian households had a year-round decor meant to warn kids of Krampus. A 1958 article about the Krampus legend in Styria, a state in southeast Austria, reports that Krampus would deliver gold-painted bundles of birch sticks to children. These were essentially small versions of the bundle of twigs he would use to beat people. The families would hang the birch twigs on the wall for the rest of the year as a decoration and to remind the kids to stay in line. If it works. The, The article rather primly notes that the twigs are hung, particularly in those houses where the behaviour of the children merits the application of corporal connections. Spare the Krampus stick, <laughs> spoil the child. That's what they always used to say. Yeah. And it's slightly more, you know, whatever that is in German. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going yeah, no, to try and make that <laughs> either. So seven, Krampus was once banned by fascists. <laughs> well, okay, this is going to be interesting. So between 1934 and 1938, when Austria was under fascist rule, Krampus was seen as a symbol of variously sin, anti-Christian ideals, and social democrats. (laughs) A lefty-cut Krampus. Lefty-cut beating people with sticks. (laughs) The newspaper of the uh, Austrian Catholic Union called for a Krampus boycott, and the government of Lenz, the capital of East Tyrol, forbode Krampus dances and further mandated that all aspiring St Nicholas's must be licensed by the city. Hey, you got your Santa license? So St. Nick was okay then. He was, you know. If you, were lic- if you had your license. Yeah. See, again, he's pulling around with Hitler now. <laughs> Dodgy fuck. I mean, if anything, to me, this tells me that Krampus is probably, you know, all right, he's a bit of a bit of a world character. You know, maybe he takes, yes. takes it a bit far, but, you know. He <laughs> um, is also, what he is, you know. They also pledged to arrest Krampus whenever they saw him. Although it didn't rise to the level of a ban, in 1953, the head of Vienna's kindergarten system also published a pamphlet calling Grampus an evil man and warning parents that celebrating him could scar the children for life. Oh, boy, you're about to have your eyes opened a lot more. Yeah, I mean, I would say that probably the Second World War and living under fascism probably scarred the children quite heavily yeah. already. I wouldn't, Grampus probably the least of your worries. They may not have had their priorities quite correct. Anyway. So, um, number eight, Krampus masks are valuable pieces of folk art. Get on eBay. Sure, you could probably pick up some plastic horns at a, a Tyrolean Target. Uh, Target's a shop in America, I believe. Yes, it is, yeah. But that's it's... not really in the right spirit, Neil. They've got to be made out of skulls. <laughs> Pigeon skulls. <laughs> I mean, you work your way up from there, yeah. 
traditionally it depends on how secret the campus Krampus society is that you get into. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Traditionally, the masks worn in a Krampus procession are made of wood and are hand-carved by specialist artisans. Mm-hmm. For instance, Ludwig uh, Schneg makes masks for all 80 members of the Haming Krampus group, and he's been making them since 1981. Oh, Antique masks often wind up in museums, either folklore museums or ones explicitly devoted to Krampus. So is he making the new 80 masks every year? Well, I don't... I I wouldn't have thought so. You would think that your mask... I mean, like, you might lose it or it might get smashed when you're beating beating a teenager in the back of a restaurant. Well, you know, once once it really kicks (laughs) off. (laughs) Trampus next. Yeah. Um, And you would imagine that people retire and new people join and that kind of thing. Uh, it's like clowns, they're not allowed to wear the other, the Krampus face that, you know. That's it, yeah. yeah. Mr. Krampus. And that retires with the person, well, yeah. Um, the towns of Kitzbühel and Salenhofen both feature Krampus museums that collect old costumes and masks. Would you like to go there, Neil? It sounds like one of the more boring museums I've been to, <laughs> just... <laughs> no. Have you been to Austria? I have, yeah, I've been to Austria. Um, went for a, a conference. I didn't really see loads. Um, went for a conference. Yeah, yeah, um, mm. yeah. It was, it, so yeah, it was mostly in just sort of like the hotel. But um, no, I've not. Yeah, I've not not been to. We went out and did one sort of sightseeing day. But they just sort of walked us around the town. But I've not really. Um, yeah, I've not not sort of been you went, to Austria really. You weren't listening to parlor music in Vienna. No. That sounds awful. I would hate that. <laughs> they really like parlour music, don't they? They're kind of in like a grand room and you kind of, there's only like 20 people and you have people playing cello and violin and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Something to see, I guess. Yeah. Better than the uh, Teddy Bear Museum in Munich, anyway. That's it. I wonder how many of those teddy bears are haunted. Good point, actually. I should have gone in, shouldn't I? Or do they only get haunted when they go to North America? Or elsewhere, yeah. Especially if they're life size <laughs> or, or look like human beings. Uh, Robert the Dark. Robert the Dark episode, everyone. Yeah. Um, so, number nine, you can celebrate Krampus even if you're in the US. You can do what you want. Celebrate Krampus wherever you're from. That's what I'm saying. I'll say this podcast right it's now. Called, it's called Freedom. I wouldn't wait until 5th of December either if you want to. You yeah, want celebrate it. Christmas Day, you want to Third do Third of August. You, you've got, you know, you've got find some twigs. You want to just go and beat some around the legs with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the kids are acting up. <laughs> um, so, Krampus has become increasingly popular on this side of the pond. He's shown up on Venture Brothers, Grimm, Supernatural, The Colbert Report, and American Dads. And there's a Krampus-inspired horror movie, which you were talking about. That was the one, yeah, I think. And in an increasing number of American cities, you can go to a Krampus party, Krampus costume contest, or even a traditional Krampus lauf. Well, I would have thought that it would have been, you know, because there's quite a few Germans in America, haven't they? They've been over yeah. there for, for many a year. Thought them in um, Pennsylvania. Thought they took and traditions stuff. across with them. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Not. But, well, yeah, I guess so. I guess it, you kind of choose, pick and choose which traditions you continue. 
because you would imagine in quite a puritanical country coming across and dressing like the devil may not go down down an absolute storm yeah apparently los angeles has a particular in particular has a burgeoning cramp scene Mm. scene, yeah exactly of course, for some, the holidays are scary enough without throwing a demon beast with a penchant for physical assault into the mix. But if you're the kind of person who goes to extra scary haunted houses at Halloween, take heart. The terror doesn't have to stop just because we've entered the season of togetherness and joy. Mm. Well, there you go. That's Krampus, Neil. Have you learned, learned some shit? I didn't realise it was quite so much physical assault involved, I must confess. <laughs> I think... From the brief look, it seems at a little bit over the top. Some on of these, front. yeah. So I think that pretty much all of the Christmas things we'll look at involve physical assault, but I don't think that people carry have carried on doing them to this day. Yeah, no, that, that sounds like that was probably like a, a while back. Yeah, I mean, you can imagine people who sort of get a bit bit too drunk over the uh, over the Christmas period, maybe take things a little too far. But uh, well, yeah, you should imagine it's more sort of symbolic these days. And speaking of which. That uh, prison-style toilet wine's starting to look quite good for me, Neil. So um, it's 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 foaming at the top. So that's foaming exciting. at the top. Mm-hmm. That smell. Oh, beautiful! <laughs> oh, acrid. <laughs> Burns the Ooh. eyes. So that's, that's some real ammonia. With that, I will on. wish all of you uh, uh, Merry Christmas. I hope you have a good Christmas day, or if you're listening to afterwards, you had a good Christmas day, and we will be back tomorrow with another one of our special series of shorts, uh, The Twelve Legends of Christmas. Yep, and if you don't um, celebrate Christmas or, you know, you have a good whatever time off of... Yes. Whatever you do in your part of the world, um, you know, you're enjoying your time and have a good one. Um, Cool. All right. See you tomorrow, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you tomorrow. Remember, don't drink and drive. Ho, 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 ho.